0: I just love that introduction, don't you, Nasir? It's just so legitimizing hello everyone welcome to two queer kings a podcast dedicated to members of our community queer and non-queer alike calling them to come out from the darkness and be their true authentic selves without fear of judgment we discuss a variety of topics from mental health to music and more my name is don stone i am your host and co-founder
1: Hi, guys. I'm Naster19 on you. I am also a co-host and also co-founder. Thank you for being here.
0: Yes, um, thank you all.
1: And before I get into it, I just want to say thank you so much for the outloving um, support that we have garnered for the start of this show. I like appreciate y'all so much. So yes. thank y'all so much.
0: Um. Okay. So today is very exciting for both of us because we have a new segment for you guys called "Shit We Saw," and this this episode, the shit we saw is 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 crazy. So Nisbi, I'm gonna let him start. He's seen some shit that kind of pissed him off, so he wants to talk about it. Go ahead, talk about it, bitch. Talk so
1: about the shit it. that I have saw mm-hmm. it was at in Houston. I want y'all to take a look at this. Mm-hmm. Take a look at this. Okay. Mm. Look at this. Look Mm. at this shit. (laughs) It's legit. Was like a whole. Let me start the video over. It's a whole party in the pandemic.
0: (laughs) He's very upset about that. You guys. No one's bringing about.
1: In a pandemic bitch,
0: oh, I saw I a one man,
1: man. I'm just so flabbergasted that these people were really out here in a pandemic partying like that.
0: Honey, that ain't nothing. I seen Miami, I seen uh ATL, they getting jiggy down there. I seen uh um uh, a few places they 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 getting down. They ain't thinking about no covid. Covid who? Covid what?
1: But in a pandemic though, y'all want to be packed and and a fucking party like some Vienna sausages like what the me, what?
0: For me I've had I've had the desire to go out and shake my rump,
1: but
0: <laughs> you know circumstances have not allowed. You know mm-hmm. uh, I would most definitely do so if I could, but you know COVID.
1: No, I ain't, really I ain't I ain't 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 doing all that. The only thing I could think about with all of that's going on is. Mm-hmm. This this is the only thing I could think about with all that going on. Woo! Coronavirus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, real.
0: I'm, I'm real. real. Getting real. Period. <laughs> wow. That's what but yeah, doing.
1: I um yeah, that's just crazy. Like uh, but you know, I'm not too, I'm not gonna pass too much judgment because. Mm. You know, I understand the feeling of wanting to, you know, hang out, out with yes. others.
0: He's been in the house for seven months. So I w- I want to get the fuck out too. Yeah, most definitely. What? keep yeah. be all up without uh, away from civilization and all of that. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah. So next next uh, hot topic shit we saw. Twenty one Savage had a birthday party recently, and it was. Epic! It was '70s themed, and he invited all the celebrities there. It was fucking star-studded, you guys. Just take a look. Just take a look. Uh, I mean, everything decked out. Look at that. Look at the. Look at that vintage '70s. Even the font. He had everything planned out, and he had everyone to come dressed up uh, in a '70s costume. That shit was amazing. So I know a few that I saw. I saw. Um, mulatto, she was dressed up as a lady pimp, she looked great. Um, <laughs> who else? I saw little baby and his girlfriend, uh, they were pimps as well. Look at 21, he looks great. Oh, he looks fantastic.
1: I saw TI and
0: Tiny, no, TI and Tiny are there too. I think they're the mm-hmm. camera's go with them shortly. Um, but yes, 21. First of all, I'm a big fan. I love 21, all of the raps and everything like that. But then this party, I saw this party. I was like, this nigga went all out, Uh, which is what you do when you have money, I guess. It's great. Look at T.I. and Tiny. But anyway, that was something that I wanted to share with you guys because I got excited. I always get excited to see celebrities get together and um, Mm -hmm. get in their finery. You know what I'm saying? Any any event like that. Jay-Z's Grammy brunch is very big for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love to see that. Uh, I think it's cuz it's a lot of color in the room. Yeah, I think like
1: my I think my favorite part about Halloween is like seeing the costumes, the celebrity costumes. Like, what were some yeah. of your what were some of your favorite costumes that you saw this year? The,
0: the celebrities costumes are always so authentic. Um Quavo and Sweetie had some good had had a good costume. I think it was what was what did you tell me it was from earlier?
1: It was X Men. So it was like Mystique and
0: Beast from X Men. I don't know who they were, but they looked great. <laughs> Quavo, I think he was in the chair for something like seventeen hours getting all of his cosmetics done. So that was that's awesome. That was great. And then she, I'm sure she she spent the same time because her whole body was done. That shit was like. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, last hot topic, you guys. Shit we saw, shit that I was waiting to see and then finally saw. I was so excited about it. This is my this is my hot topic. Nasir, he disagrees. Uh, he doesn't like this celebrity as much as I do. But this is one of my favorite celebrities, one of my favorite. Jeffree Star had a Halloween party at his mansion. Uh, I think it was last night, the night before last last, last, last night Halloween. So the night before last, whatever Halloween was. Uh, He dressed up as the devil and he had all of his favorite uh, celebrity friends to come over and join him. But we don't have any pictures of the actual people. We just wanted to show you guys the house. He decorated it Nightmare Before Christmas and he uh, let us all know, all of his fans and everything. He let us know days and days in advance. He's like, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be decorating my my house for Halloween. It's going to be Nightmare Before Christmas, bitch. I'm so excited. And so I, I've, I've personally been excited to see it. I know I told a colleague last week at work. I was like, It is. Look at it. This night before Nightmare Before Christmas. It's amazing. I told a colleague. I said, um, "Jeffrey Star is having a having a Halloween party uh, at his mansion. I would, I would just die to go. I would just die to go. But when I become famous, I'm going to meet Jeffrey Star. We're going to be very good friends.
1: Uh, I'm <laughs> dead. I'm just dead at how hard you cap the Jeffrey Star, bro. I just I don't." Do.
0: I do. Yeah. You know, there's oh that whole God. thing about him being racist and all that. I've seen the videos. I've seen the videos. Let me tell you, hon. Jeffrey's gonna have to tell me I'm a nigga to my face, like chick. You ain't shit. Yeah.
1: You ain't shit, bro. No, no. Fuck Jeffrey. Yeah.
0: Hey, we're gonna agree to disagree. Yeah. Um, so that's it for shit. We saw you guys. Hot topics and shit we saw. Um, so now we're gonna move on to our main segment today which is drumroll please the dynamic between gays and women and when we say gays we're talking about gay men um, so I'm I'm gonna start off this if you don't mind mm-hmm. I think the dynamic between gays and women start gays and women starts um, in childhood mm-hmm. I think so personally because it's that's the time when we're developing, you know what I'm saying? And I may be speaking from personal experience, so I'm gonna speak outside of my personal experience as well to cover all bases. Yeah. So when, when, when we're children and you know we kind of discover we're queer, I know it's from an early age, it was for me. We discover we're queer, we can be, be, ra- we can be raised by two separate kind of family units. You might have a single parent household, then you might have a household where you have two parents. If you have a single parent household, most likely mom, I don't even know what the percentage is for single parent dads, but I'm sure it's kind of small, I don't know. Um, but majority of the time, single mom. So single mom and then family, I mean, and then father and mother. If I'm raised by my mother only, that's the only, Example that I have. That's the mm-hmm. only behavior that I'm going to be Mirroring if mm-hmm. I have a father there even if I you know feel that I might be a little queer or whatever I'm going to gravitate I'm gonna to try to gravitate toward maybe behaving in the way that my father does mm-hmm. And then if I don't I'm just kind of flat-out queer and dad is gonna to have to accept that but <laughs> My point being is when you're queer and you have a father in the home you have a You have a guide as to how to go about living your day to life in this world as mm-hmm. a man, as a manly man. Mm-hmm. So I think that affects a lot of your relationships growing up, friendships um, specifically. So mm-hmm. Nasser, I think you had something you might want, you wanted to share about your opinion. I
1: me personally, I want more so say it's about like, who raised you um, after like who you take off take up or like what your interests are but I personally would say it's just it just depends on actually what your interests are like for me personally I was into like video games and stuff
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: and anime and stuff like that so I was able to um, like because that was just who, what I was into as a person I was able to then um, hang out with people and meet people of the same interest okay so, um, I know you said, you talked about, I don't know if you didn't talk about it, but um, you said personally, like you personally, you didn't really hang out with a lot of guys. And, I
0: didn't, I didn't, especially in childhood. So in childhood, there are only, you know, we are, there are only two genders, boy mm-hmm. and girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have boy things that boys do, and then we have girl things that girls do. Mm-hmm. And um, I just never really had an interest in doing anything that the boys were doing, so I was always with the girls. And being with the girls, you know, that meant that all of my relationships, my friendships, they were with girls, you know? And so uh, the dy- that's how I know a lot, or I think I know a lot concerning the dynamic between gays and women, because that's the majority of my relationships as mm-hmm. a queer mm-hmm. Um
1: mm-hmm.
0: And then also, oh, and then also I uh, specifically just remembered like I was in the fourth grade one time and uh, we're in the gym and I'm making jewelry with the girls. Over here chatting, and the boys are over there playing basketball. Mm-hmm. You no, know? so just to give you a little visual of mm-hmm. how that of how that went. Now, as I've grown older, I've had you know I have more friendships with straight men, and you know, and they're they're good. Mm-hmm. You know? okay. But they're just, I'm not really passionate about them because what do we really have in common?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I don't watch sports or anything like that, but I we usually talk about getting money, me and my male. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we can all, that's something we can all talk about.
1: Yeah. yeah. Everybody like money.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um
1: but yeah, back to I, I don't wanna uh divvy too off back mm-hmm. to but back to the main topic at hand, um the black men or black queer men relationship with women, I think me personally, like, you know, like you said, you're you come from a woman. You're born from a woman. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So mm-hmm. I think like your experience is always definitely like entangled,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> definitely entangled with uh yeah, the woman. Heavily influenced, yeah,
0: but yeah heavily, it's
1: influence. You know. It's influence. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um and I would say that because like me personally women have always been more nurturing to me right. and that's not to say that men aren't nurtures, nurturers nurturers because mm-hmm. i believe that me personally i'm, I'm a
0: nurturer. right right it's
1: weird, it's weird right like, you have to think about it
0: raised by women not really having much of a male influence what else are you going to mirror what other kind of behavior are going to mirror but
1: Nurture. Nurture. And so, yeah. and me, I grew up like I was sensitive as hell. So, mm-hmm. I think like me being raised by a woman, uh, mm-hmm. I definitely uh, attributed some of those uh, characteristics as far as like being a nurturer and stuff like that. And I think when I eventually grew up and start becoming, um, you know, able to make my own friend groups, I tried to. When I was younger, I like could connect with you know the guys um, mm-hmm. because we had some of the interests in anime mm-hmm. and stuff. But mm-hmm. as I got older, I started looking, searching for that intimacy mm-hmm. within my friendships mm-hmm. um, that you can only get sometimes from women. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think women in the relationship with queer people is like they mirror each other a lot, especially when you talk about discrimination. Uh-huh. different things of that nature. And I think now in, t- in society it's like we both coincide together and we both talk about our struggles and we both help each other. Uh-huh. It's like a coexisting relationship, almost like an affinity symbol uh-huh. sometimes. Now that's not to say that some some women, you know, they are very homophobic. Uh-huh. Some of them are very homophobic. Some uh-huh. of them it's cool for us to be gay, but they children.
0: I'm trying to understand your statement about the coexisting, the, the gays coexisting with women. Are you saying that are you saying that gays um kind of put themselves in a in the place of women? Because I know for a fact a lot of people um don't like that. A lot of people really dislike the fact that gays Mm -hmm. put themselves in the same
1: yeah and let me correct let me correct what i'm saying like i definitely don't want to say that we're the same because definitely Mm i i definitely think like me as a person i experience privilege over um me being a male i i experience privilege over women definitely like I think in certain instances, I might be more approachable in like a Mm -hmm. business meeting or Mm -hmm. like um, in transactions and stuff like that versus Mm -hmm. a woman. Or someone might not be as quick to threaten me with violence versus a woman. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to say that are I don't want to say being queer and being a woman are so coincidental. Mm -hmm. Definitely, I think that. Women definitely have it harder when it comes to, uh, you know, the discrimination and things that they face. But I will say that because we're both, uh, because we've both been oppressed in some way, in some, mm-hmm. Fashion, mm-hmm. because we've been down in, in some way, in some fashion, we both mm-hmm. definitely understand. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say we completely get it because even me today, I still mm-hmm. don't
0: get I really, really struggle, But... I think, t- I think you've got something there. Mm-hmm. I really think you have something there. When you talk about both women and gays being oppressed in some way. Mm-hmm. And now, gays are have been oppressed in the past, but African-American gays are, are still very oppressed. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that. Um, but most definitely, and then I want to talk about how passionate we are about our relationships with women very, very passionate. They nurture us; we nurture we nurture mm-hmm. them, and uh, it had it definitely. That's the missing link for this entire episode, and I still really hit it on the nose. Mm-hmm. It is the oppression that you know that all of us have have faced, and then it's not just you know your woman's specific oppression. There are so many different oppressions that people that mm-hmm. people go through. A girl may be rich; daddy may be rich and white. They you know what i'm saying but the love might not have been there the way it was supposed mm-hmm. to be and so you know white girl gets up with gay back black friend you love me i love you they have an inseparable bond mm-hmm. um and and you guys yes my best friend is a white white girl and i'm not talking about her right now that was ben <laughs>
1: literally,
0: that literally came that literally just came to me um but then versus your poor black girl you mm-hmm. know your poor black girl she has a totally and completely different oppression than I'm your afraid, black afraid. Girl. uh-huh but you know but her gay black friend or, or her gay friend in general it's mm-hmm. you know still is has been oppressed as well comes, comes together and they love each other and they have an inseparable bond mm-hmm. you know um i personally love the dynamic between queers like myself and women because mm-hmm. Where would we be without them? You men are terrible. You're horrible. <laughs> you straight men. Uh, you're. I mean, and I and I'm glad that I have a platform to go on. And what you want me to stop in this here? No,
1: Not too much. Not too much. Okay, I, I won't go in. I won't go in because
0: I, I won't go in.
1: I definitely met some straight guy friends who are like really, like really, really, really are like um, down for you, or really like. Mm-hmm. they don't care like they're really supportive so i mm-hmm. wouldn't give too much on straight mm-hmm. but i definitely think like it's definitely made certain you know it definitely makes the situation harder i guess mm-hmm. like growing up and like being queer
0: right. that
1: between you being queer and other straight.
0: Right. So Nasir, so Nasir can go on and um defend straight men all he wants. Oh! I'm gonna go on and say what what I was about to say, that if we didn't have women here to make us to, to make us feel like we, you know, like uh we are we're okay, you know, uh that we like we're actually people, like we're actually fucking normal. Um God only knows where we would be. You know what I'm saying? Because the majority of cis straight men do not accept us for who we are as human beings
1: see i the thing is like i've experienced on it on both 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 sides both mm-hmm. both sexes i've experienced mm-hmm. it on both sexes so mm-hmm. it's like i definitely I definitely think that. What I think, I definitely think that it's
0: I mean, not I mean, it's black
1: and white. It's not as black and white as we may say, or mm-hmm. th- as it may um, be. Race.
0: Both sides as well, mm-hmm. and it is not as black and white as I'm saying it. It's not mm-hmm. because I have a lot of, like I said, I have a lot of cis male friends as well who do accept okay. me, you know, and we and, and we chat. But at the same time, I'm not my true authentic self with them all the time. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's my, maybe that's me having poor judgment on not building relationships with people who I can be myself around. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's just an elephant in the room. You know what I'm saying? My homosexuality, your heterosexuality, it just, Unless your soul is just beautiful, mm-hmm. chances are we're gonna have an issue. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes a it takes a a really kind person to really. uh I think to say because you gotta you gotta understand like for you to be friends with a gay person, you know you about to get called gay. You know you about to you know you about to get encounter a whole bunch of BS. So mm-hmm. it, it takes. It does take a like some courage. I don't I don't want to yeah. say courage. He can and, there goes, and there like, you gotta be you gotta not give a f to be friends with gay people.
0: Right. Not or queer, giving, queer
1: queer people. Not
0: giving a fuck. So okay, so not giving a fuck is different than having courage because unless we're saying that it takes courage to not give a fuck. Okay. Do, a little bit. Uh, it does. It actually does take courage not to give a fuck. It takes a whole bunch of courage. I actually read a book called mm-hmm. The Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Very, very, very good. Recommended to me by my therapist. The Art of Not Giving a Fuck. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Taught me a lot of valuable shit. Um, but if you're going to have the courage to not give a fuck, then that, then that automatically just means that you're that I think you're that beautiful soul that I was talking about. Now, some people don't give a fuck, and they just don't give a fuck to other people's detriment. But when we're talking about the good, yeah, not, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah we're talking about the
0: good not giving a fuck. The good not giving a fuck is you don't pay my bills, you don't do anything for me, um, I have no reason to care about what you think about me. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's the good not giving a fuck, which in turn will allow a straight cis man to connect with a gay man without without fear of judgment. Mm-hmm. from the outside world. The only thing a man is going to be able to do, uh, only a thing a straight man is going to be able to do is um, be comfortable in his sexuality. Mm-hmm. Be comfortable in his sexuality and then have the courage to not give a fuck.
1: You know what's interesting? Hmm? Even though this conversation or segment is supposed to be about women and gays, we slowly bear I into me. Women get the short stick. Women get the like short all we, couldn't the
0: time, bruh. we couldn't help it, you guys. Yeah, We even tried before the show. We were like, "We're not going to talk about. We're not going to yeah, talk about." We're not going to get too much.
1: We're not going to put too much on it.
0: But no, no, we, we couldn't help it. Happen. But it's, um, you know, we I did say what I wanted to say about mm-hmm. about um the women and everything like that. Like it's just, I appreciate our relationships. I don't know where, like I said, I don't know where I would be without women. Um, personally, my mom. I'm gonna say, talk about my mom real fast. She was very, when she, well, first of all, mother already knew, mother knew you know, mm-hmm. how to come out. But when I told her, she didn't care. And I was, I still count myself so blessed to have a mother who did not ridicule me or scold me for, um, for my sexuality. It was just, oh. It was just mm-hmm. like a breath of fresh air. Like I did, I didn't have to worry about it because I knew so many other people did, you know. And even to this day, I appreciate I appreciate her for that because mm-hmm. I would. I, that's not something I would feel like having to be a shell of myself for or hide or anything like that. And I didn't have to. And that's something that was a privilege that I had. It was a privilege. Mm-hmm. I, um,
1: think, I think I felt more free with the girls that I met in school than the women in my life personally. Like I felt more accepted with the girls I would meet
0: mm-hmm.
1: at school than Ooh. the girls I would know at school or the friends that I made at school versus than the ones at home personally.
0: And that possibly has to do with the generational difference and mm-hmm. conceptual thinking. You know, this this is not accepted. And if, this, and if it is accepted, if we're going to be accepting it, we're going to be accepting it in the dark. You know, mm-hmm. we're not going to be. So if you, you want to play around with Jimmy, you can play around with Jimmy, but you're not going to be playing around with Jimmy in the light, all right? <laughs> God made Adam
1: me. and Eve, not Adam and Steve. That's right,
0: not Adam and Steve. And everybody's not going to be know about. Is not mm-hmm. going to be knowing about uh, you and Jimmy and the dog. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I think do, something be that.
1: Dog. I'm sorry. I want to yeah. interrupt.
0: Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm not just saying anything important.
1: Um, I think something that was interesting that I wanted to talk to you about personally is that, um, like when you're queer. You you know you're in school, right? So you're queer, and it's like you have certain interests, so you can't always hang out with the guys. Like you said, you were making jewelry in gym Mm -hmm. class with the girls. But you ever felt sometimes like because you were a guy that you couldn't always hang out with the girls, too?
0: Because I am... Oh! um...
1: You ever felt excluded by... The girls too, because it was times where I'm like, I want to just hang out with the girls. And they like, no, you you're a guy. Like, no, you're not, you can't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say like, um, in, I, in particular, but
0: mm-hmm. I'm gonna say this. I never felt like that. That way of conceptual thinking was projected upon me by people who thought that I should not be doing what I was doing with the girls. Mm-hmm. And then I might have thought, Listen, this is a little girly. I probably shouldn't be doing this, or I should, you know, be more masculine. Fuck that shit. You do what the fuck you want to do and you be happy about it. You be Mm -hmm. fucking happy about it because Mm -hmm. it's your life.
1: Mm -hmm. And I would say, like, for me personally, it was like I hang out with the girls, but then it would be a point where it'd be like, "Uh uh-uh, you can't hang out with us. Uh Uh-uh, get away, move.
0: So I would just be
1: by myself. So I would just be by myself, sitting by myself. Like, for example, say like all the girls in your class or the all the girls in your um all the girls in your school, like they they have like a sleepover. I'm using that as an example, but that personally hasn't happened to me. But like Mm. say they have a sleepover, and you know you all you hang out is with the girls, but you now you can't go because the parents is like uh uh-uh, uh and the boys coming out over to this house and the boys coming over to this establishment so now all your female friends are hanging out mm-hmm. and you just in there
0: okay, at okay. Home. So, so i'm like
1: in that, that way you feel you almost like you're excluded from everything
0: okay so okay so you talked you just talked in two concepts you talk you um in context excuse me oh. not context context you're talking two contexts. You said one was it was an occurrence where the girls just didn't where the girls just didn't want your company there. Mm-hmm. And the two was your company was uh, excluded by default because yeah. mm-hmm. it was the girls only experience. OK, so let me break it down. I've never experienced I've, I've experienced the first one one time. And that was because I had two girls that I hung with specifically. And um, three just became a crowd. You know, they were friends before I was, and then they kind of just heard it together and kind of excluded me for a period of time, and that kind of hurt me. But that was the only time, and that had nothing to do with my sexuality. The second, now the second time on the second context that you're talking about, that happens all the time. That still happens today. You know, um, the people at my work, I, I um, we're very close. You know, we're almost like a, we're really much, pretty much a family. So let's say the girls decide to do something. Perfect example. Mm -hmm. Um, One of our colleagues, she just recently uh, got engaged or whatever Mm -hmm. for for her bachelorette party. They went. I can't remember where they went to. But when they went there, Mm -hmm. of course, no men could come. You know what I'm saying? And who didn't want to party? It's a
1: bachelorette party. Right
0: yeah but even still you know it's like come on because i hang out with y'all every day now i would love i would love to come out and in and, mm-hmm. and, and party with you guys for the bachelorette party but mm-hmm. that was a girls only occurrence that i couldn't that i couldn't go to mm-hmm. um so yeah i've experienced i've experienced exclusion with the girls before but not really not due to my sexuality at all just mm-hmm. due to other things now i want to say this when you talk about those girls who just didn't want you there i don't believe that had anything to do with your sexuality either i believe that was just um you know i don't think
1: it has nothing to do with my sexuality but maybe more so my gender like Uh, just being a guy
0: okay i think they were just shake human beings that's what i think
1: you think so i think sometimes like
0: there's no reason to be. There's no reason to be ugly to anyone unless you're just shit human being and they've done, or unless they've done something ugly to you. I'm a firm believer. Now that turn the other cheek, I can't do that. I'm not going to be turning the other no, cheek.
1: Turn the other cheek when they no. go like Michelle Obama when they go low, you go high, you go high, right? Mm-hmm. You like no, I'm not. I'm not turning the other cheek. <laughs> not ah, not,
0: not at all. Um, but anyway, so I think we should wrap the segment up. Mm-hmm. The segment was great. I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the conversation, you guys. I'm gonna be taking little clips and everything from this uh show. Yeah,
1: to... I'm posting entire socials.
0: Absolutely, I'm gonna be posting, you guys. uh We have our Instagram names at the bottom of the screen, so follow us on Instagram, most definitely. Can I catch up?
1: So if you wanna, I'm not begging. No, let me stop. Oh. Oh, oh. I think
0: we better wanna, yeah, wanna to turn down the dollars, honey. I, I love dollars. If so you wanna if cash want, cash want to cash these are our cash app names as well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I, I I'm I'm just fine with you guys' support. I'm mm-hmm. I love the fact that y'all are coming at us with feedback and questions, you know. Uh send us messages, ask us to do different segments. We're yeah, down if y'all There's see it.
1: If y'all see this, sorry to interrupt.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If y'all see this, send us like d- questions that y'all have in our DMs. Mm-hmm. Or send us questions. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, send us questions in the chat. And if not, um, so we can try to answer them.
0: And I'll respond immediately. We want to
1: be interactive. We Yes, yeah, see-
0: absolutely. I mean, y'all need to be commenting too while we're doing this comment. Comment yeah. yeah, like, comment, share. What um what did MJ um Harris say? Get in here, get in here, get in here. Like, comment, and share. That motherfucker say, I'm not, I'm not saying nothing until y'all share this at least
1: 30.
0: <laughs> I say, I God damn, maybe share. Good. I don't got the it's we don't here. got that on the pool yet. That's here. Before we leave, we need to do um drop you gone cop. Um
1: okay, yes, drop so you, you gone cop
0: you want to start. I I think I started yesterday. I mean yeah, yesterday, whenever we shot my, Um
1: so drop you gone cop. What's something that I've been really into lately? I'm trying to think what I've been really into lately.
0: You asking me, bitch.
1: I don't know. If y'all, I don't know. I'm trying to think, was there any like music or anything? I will say if y'all play video games, Isaiah don't play video games. That sucks. But if y'all play video games, Pikmin 3, Deluxe on the Switch, it's such a fun game. It's like a puzzle game where you control these little flower things and you throw it's so fun. You can get lost in it for like hours. So yeah, I would say my drop to cop. Would be Pikmin 3, Deluxe on the Switch. Um, what about you?
0: Drop you go cop. Yeah. There is a album by Billie Eilish, Mm -hmm. um, 2017. Y'all get go ahead and get used to it because my drops you gonna cop it -hmm. always probably gonna be old. I love old shit. Like, you know, I'm down with it. I love mainstream sound, I love mainstream. Mm -hmm. I love I create mainstream music. I fucking love that shit.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: when it comes down to just music that's gonna reach the soul,
1: mm-hmm.
0: all genres, all eras, no mm-hmm. exceptions. So um back to my drop. Billy Alice dropped an album three years ago. It was amazing. It's called um Don't Look At Me. It's called Don't Look At Me. Um, awesome fucking album. Like I said, I've been in my mm-hmm. feelings lot recently. So great, great anybody who's Going through something. Mm-hmm. Um I think I had one more drop you gonna cop. I sent it to you in a text message now. Let me see. I can't
1: think. Let me see. Let me gone. see. Um I don't see nothing.
0: Oh, that was my only drop you gonna cop. That was my only drop you gonna cop. But then if I go to my title, you guys. Oh okay, yeah, let
1: me go to my Spotify and see what I've been. Bopping 2.
0: Um, a lot of singles here, no real albums. I told y'all about that Keisha Cole album recently. Um,
1: yeah,
0: really. no.
1: Y'all know who I like. I want to play a clip, but I don't want to get copyrighted. But no, I I don't know if I'm gonna play.
0: I'm gonna play. I'm we gonna might go play everything because we've already uh showed some things we could possibly get copyrighted for. Oh. <laughs>
1: I did even think about that. It's, it's all it's right. credited. It's the hot, credited.
0: hot topics. What are you talking about? Wendy Williams does it all the time.
1: Okay. Well. Hey, daddy, you, baby, girl, lady, hey, hey, hey. it's funny. Erica Banks Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. hey.
0: <laughs> um, I'm just trying yeah, to think. Who's that by Erica
1: Banks. That is, I love that song. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give y'all
0: seen. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh,
1: I was about to say. I think a lot of people like think Erica Banks is like, and a Megan 2.0. But I think she has her own unique sound.
0: Never heard her before. You done gave me a drop. I need a cop.
1: Yeah, and I, I listen to Billy.
0: I love. Oh, you like all the time. Yeah. Okay. Well, not
1: all the time, but I, I recently got into her.
0: She's awesome. She is fucking amazing. She will take you. She will take you somewhere. Like I, I might just listen to this album when I get off the phone. I mean, mm-hmm. off this thing with you guys. Like this is great. Um, so Demi Lovato has a song with Clean Bandit. Uh, not, mm-hmm. not too old. My best friend Kathleen showed it to me. Love you, Kathleen. I'm going to be doing shout outs all throughout the shows from now on. Uh-uh. Um, Not this show, <laughs> this show, bitch. This show, this is our, this is our, show, our show. This is my show too, bitch. What are you talking about? Clean Bandit, Demi Lovato, 2018, Solo. The name of the song is called Solo. It is so good, especially if you love mainstream pop, mainstream pop. Love it, love it, love it. And, um, and then one more. A song called Wherever I Go by One Republic, and then I'm gonna leave y'all with that. I don't know the year. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. 2016. Mm-hmm.
1: 2016.
0: So I have y'all an album from 2017, a song from 2018, and a song from 2016. Wow. Yeah. And the, um go ahead.
1: I was about to say, and I just told y'all a video game, Pikmin Three Deluxe on the Switch Cop that. and then listen to Erica Banks tooth that. You, you know, know what?
0: what? There's Just a
1: bang up, mommy. Make it roll. with you got pocket uh, for
0: me? Uh, oh, Okay. All right, hold on. There's a drop that every motherfucking body need a motherfucking cop. What? Proclamation. D Stone mixtape. Twenty twenty. Go ahead, yeah, yeah. on all- Yo, Mac, man. Yeah. I can't put it on the platforms because you know I used everybody's music. To make it's sure that spotify,
1: spotify though
0: right i can put it on the platforms because i need master licenses from the stars from the celebrities and i don't have that kind of power cloud resource nothing mm-hmm. so um you know the best thing that i could do is put the put the mixtape on audio map for you guys it is fire i might listen to it when i get off he actually i think i am i'm gonna go listen to some d stone i have some new shit coming for y'all as well I just recorded a song uh, yesterday, the day before yesterday. Really good. It's a cover, "Diamonds" by Sam Smith. Great.
1: Talented, y'all. He, this man can sing. He always could sing, but he's very talented, y'all. But let's not let's wrap it up. Thank y'all so much for being here. Thank you so much for the outstanding love and support of the show. I'm definitely going to try to continue this. Hopefully, over the years, if we continue this, or over yes. the months. We can like yeah. you know look get better, get better equipment, look better, look nice, and you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. thank you so much. If y'all have any comments, or questions, or concerns, or mm-hmm. you know DM us. Anyways, any tips to make the show a little bit better,
0: let us yeah. know
1: because we want to make it a more viewable or Absolutely. enjoyable experience for everybody.
0: I know if y'all hit me up, I would just be honored to do anything. We, we're we going to be honored to do anything anyone requests because mm-hmm. we just can't, we care that much about this show and the mm-hmm. platform. Let's not forget what it's for calling all of us queer and non queer like to come out from the darkness and be our true authentic selves.
1: All righty. Well, thank y'all so much. I have fun. Y'all have a beautiful night and stay here and stay queer. <sighs> Bye, y'all. Peace. <laughs> and here, Grease.